0: G'day guys, it's Jack Fitzpatrick here. Uh, you may remember me from one of the greatest goals in NFL history against Collingwood in the last round of 2016, where I single-handedly won us a top four spot. Fitzpatrick breaks, they goal square, long kick, how will it bounce, it's good for a goal. The last couple of years at the Hawks, 2016 and 17, we've seen seen some absolute legends of the club depart. People like Josh Gibson, Luke Hodge, myself, Sam Mitchell and Jordan Lewis. But unlike those other traders, I'm actually back on board. So uh, I'm jo- I'm uh, starting a bit of a Hawks TV podcast and uh, coming up with some segments. So um, just like I carried the club that day, I will uh, carry these segments myself. Uh, I'm joined here by a very good friend of mine. I thought I'd uh, kick things off with my ex-demon uh, and now current Hawthorne superstar fullback, James Frawley. Chip, thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks for the uh, nice introdu- introduction there, Fitzy. Thanks, Chip. Um, I thought uh, you would probably stitch me up there a little bit, um, seeing that's what you like doing on your on your little uh, little post you do for the Hawthorne Footy Club. I think every time you've written something something negative about me, which is very nice. Thanks, mate. You're a pretty easy target, Chip, yeah, to be honest. That's fair. Um, yeah, but it's good to be back at the club, mate, because... Uh, I think uh, all the boys have really missed you. Um, oh, undoubtedly. Yeah, so I think we, uh, we got a bit of uh, audio from the boys today, um, right. asking about Jack Fitzpatrick. and. A few tears, I'd imagine. Yeah, man. we'll probably have a listen and see how they go. G'day, uh, James Sicily. Just wondering uh, if you know Jack Fitzpatrick. Nah, mate. The uh, name doesn't ring a bell. Maybe uh, if I saw his face, I might be able to know, but nah, it doesn't ring a bell, mate. Right? Yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah. Just here with uh, Grant Birchall, and uh, you have a... Have you heard of Jack Fitzpatrick? Nah, Jack Fitzpatrick, never heard of him, mate. (laughs) Thanks, mate. Uh, G'day Liam Shields, how are you, mate? Um, Just wondering if you know uh, Jack Fitzpatrick. Never heard of him, Chippy. Great chat. (laughs) Just here with uh, Isaac Smith. Just uh, wondering if you know Jack Fitzpatrick. No. Never heard of him? No. Who is he? Oh, apparently he used to play here I think something I'm not sure but Oh is he that, sure. is he that skinny Weird Ugly looking fella <laughs> Could be <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, yeah I'll, uh, I'll work it out for you mate Cheers So I think that was uh, Yeah you kicked that nice well, goal you, But uh, that's how the boys remember No you, right?
0: to be they fair remember. To be fair Isaac hasn't been able to look Anyone in the eyes After missing that goal Against Geelong oh, that day Oh whack yeah, that's So fair. I don't think he'd know anyone <laughs> um, And as far as the other I I'm heartbroken over that. I will cry myself to sleep over the next month. Especially Birch. I think you got a bit of a man crush on Birch, haven't you? I'm, mate, I've had a man crush on everyone. Anyone who's played for the Hawks, being a 13-year member before I joined... I'll say, uh, if we... If with the podcast you get a few photos up, we can see uh, Fitzy's... Um, we went to, uh, what, what year was it? The Best 2007. And that was one of my facts, actually. 2007,
1: um, Best and Fairest.
0: <laughs> I've been to five Best and fairest at the Hawthorne Footy Club, three as a spectator and <laughs> two as a player, and I've only played four games. So I've actually been to more BNFs than I've played games for the footy club, and now here I am working the podcast.
1: Yes, I remember the photo of you and Birch and you were that happy with yourself. Oh,
0: so happy. And I still remember... The photo is Clarko. I still remember posting to my MySpace back in the day, and the caption was, hopefully me and my future coach. Uh, You got that in the the end, big fella. So, um, for all you Hawks fans out there, you never know where things might actually end up, because if you see me uh, when I was year 10, I don't think you'd imagine that uh, I would have single-handedly won a game for the football club by myself.
1: Well, I heard you used to be... going to be Tower's number one pick on you're 16, so you, uh, yeah. you're a chance of playing the here. Eh?
0: Well, I mean, you know, I don't want to t- make it all about myself, <laughs> but the under-16 national championships, me and Michael Walters were the equal leading goal kickers, and no. now he's out there being a superstar, and I'm doing nothing. Doing podcasts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> killing it. So, how the mighty have fallen. I'm living where we so even better. Uh, nothing wrong with God's country out there, mate. Nothing no, wrong with that.
1: I it, mate. I'm just saying, nice little... Nice little trip to Mulgrave today, were they taking you an hour and 20?
0: No, it wasn't too bad, about 50 minutes or so. Oh, yeah? No. yeah it's good. Beautiful. <laughs> A little bit of traffic on the Monash, actually. I don't miss coming out, out this way. Yeah. Uh, I prefer the West. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, anyway, we probably should move on now and, and start to discuss the game on the weekend. Um, I didn't actually see the game live myself. I had some other commitments um, that, that I didn't. Um, unfortunately, that clashed with the game. So What were you doing, um, mate? Me, I'm, I'm actually assistant coach at Werribee. In oh, I didn't leadership. know that,
1: But I thought that was on Saturday.
0: So, no, that was Sunday. Oh, OK. So um, I actually haven't been able to see the last two games, and I have refused to watch the Brisbane replay because as an avid Hawks fan, I reckon I would have been pretty upset. But, um, yeah, I watched the replay from the weekend. I watched a bit of it last night and a bit this morning. And, um, look, I thought the guys were OK, actually. I actually thought you played pretty well, and it pains me to say that. I thought you did a pretty <laughs> good job on, on uh, Josh Kennedy. Well, I did watch the Brisbane
1: game, and... Uh because I didn't play. So the sort of shoulder, that was pretty painful. But, uh, yeah, I thought the game, um, the boys had a real crack. Um, I think just a few execution um, things going on the 4-50, a couple of uh, you know, blunders and a few boys try to switch the ball a bit too aggressively across the goal. And, yep. um I think a few of those things cost us on the day, but, um, yeah, I think uh, it was positive signs after the week before.
0: Yeah, 100%. I thought... As a fan, I probably thought we should have beaten Brisbane, uh, Sydney three weeks ago when we probably just let ourselves down a little bit towards the end. Um, and a third game or whatever was kicking seven probably isn't something you plan on. I looked at the scoreboard at the court time and I was like, who's that? <laughs> It was your man. He you still didn't know who he was. was my man. Well, no wonder you didn't know who he was. You couldn't get within 20 <laughs> metres of him. I don't, I don't think any of us could. No wonder he kicked uh, seven. Um, but, yeah, and then the Brisbane game, as I said, I, I refused to watch out. That. that sounded like a bad, bad day. They actually, in Brisbane's defence, they're actually going better than one and nine would suggest or whatever they are. Yeah, I think, um, especially up at Brisbane, they, uh, they play some pretty good footy out there. Yeah, and obviously with Hodgie and Fags, they'd sort of know a bit about us too, so the intel probably helped a bit. Correct. And then, yeah, the weekend, I thought, as you said, just as a fan watching the game, we probably just let ourselves down a little bit with some skill stuff, but we were right in the game right up to the end. So, And obviously West Coast are as good as any team going around. They smashed Richmond last week. So um, they've sort of worked out how to play away from yeah. their home ground in Perth, and they might be hard to beat.
1: Yeah, I think uh, hopefully next time we might get them on the G. And, uh so here we go there, you know, uh, we love playing the G,
0: so... Speaking of West Coast, the G, have you still forgiven the fact that you didn't win the Norm Smith in 2015? Oh, I thought Cyril was pretty good. It's uh, not what you tell me in private, Chip. <laughs> Would you like to tell what, the people how good do you, you, you thought you were? What, what, what have I said? Well, you were pretty good on Josh Kennedy that day, but you reckon you were a stone-cold certainty for the Norm Smith medal? Oh, you're playing fullback back on the Colin medals, keep no
1: goals, have 22 touches, you know... <laughs> uh, no, but no I think
0: uh, on the day It was
1: uh, Everyone played their role, mate And uh, we won So that was good
0: you, you said that you're not a role player You were the superstar That won us the well, game I think you will making this up To be honest ah, Mate, no lies whatsoever Now, speaking of the game We did see the return After 18 months out Big Johnny Segler um, Really good to see Big Seg's back You actually I just put up an Instagram story, And he did just reply to that uh, It was a photo <laughs> of me and you Doing our podcast And his reply was Dumb and dumber So I would give him a pump up, but it's as far as I'm harsh, concerned, he yeah. can get stuffed. A bit harsh. Um It was good to see Segs back. He hadn't played. Um, he got injured the second last game of 2016. So, yeah. moving forward, two rucks. Um, I think it's something we can probably get a bit of an advantage on.
1: Yeah, I think um, especially with Segs and Big Boy can take a big clunk. So um, yeah, finds resting forward, deep forward, and can help Ruffy and, and lots of Gunners and those guys to so get up the ground and, and use their pace and. Um, yeah, their agility and stuff up the ground. And, um, yeah, it was great to see Big Seafs come back. Um, like you said, I think he injured his 90th, 50th game. Um, he was telling me today, actually. So he was uh, he's pretty fight. He just cemented his spot on the side. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, went down in, uh, I think it was Subiaco. So he played there and he went down there. and um, Against West Coast, actually. Yeah, against Funny West Coast. Little. And he came back against West Coast. But, um, no, it was good. He I, I think uh, the first game back after oh, whatever it was, 300, probably 400 days or whatever it was, he'll be better for the run and um, I think he did a nice goal there in the second or third quarter and all the boys got around him so that was a pretty good moment.
0: Absolutely and you see with West Coast themselves playing the two rucks, Lysette and Nat Nui were both very good players, Um, the trend the last year and a half or two years has probably been to go away and just play the one you saw at Richmond last year would actually ruck with Sean Grigg at times when Big Nank was off the ground but... Who knows? As a big bloke myself, it's always nice to see the big guys coming back into vogue a little bit. I think uh, you love your Rackham, don't you? Oh, absolutely. Uh, one of our good mates, uh, Gawney. Your brother-in-law? He's got a bit of a
1: man crush on him as well, I think, yeah.
0: No, absolutely not. He, you couldn't possibly have a man crush on Gorney. Yeah, that's a good point.
1: He's pretty ugly and a bit annoying, but um, yeah, I think uh, your love and fascination of the old Hitouts, which uh, most of the time are pretty much worthless, unless they go down someone's throat, but um,
0: well, other than that, it's pretty good. It is a Hawthorne <laughs> podcast, we shouldn't talk about other clubs too much, but did you see what Gorney was quoted as saying the other day? No, I didn't. They asked, they asked um, what's with Melbourne's recent good form, and why yeah. they are going so well, and he said, I think it's a lot to do with my hit outs to advantage. <laughs> <laughs> that was his exact reply. Well,
1: the first thing is, the first eight, eight rounds, he was smashing hitouts, but he had about to his advantage,
0: yeah, they're going straight to the opposition. Going well, he's going well, big fella. He, he's your brother-in-law, well, prospective. You're yeah. married to the lovely Casey, yep. and Casey's sister is uh, g- girlfriend of Max Gorn. So, yep. how does that little family dynamic work on Christmas Day?
1: Well, it was the first Christmas we actually spent together last year. Um, you know, Gorn, he tries to take uh, take all the attention, and uh, you know, he loves trying to crack gags, and, and uh, even though he's not funny. <laughs> Um, but no, nah, it was actually a bit of fun. Uh, I get to have a few beers with Gorney and, and the father-in-law, and um, yeah, so Case and uh, Jess. I think, uh, not sure how long Gorney will be till he drops a knee, but might uh, be far away. See how
0: we go. I actually at your wedding over Christmas. I did go up to big, big Lyle and say that if anything happened between either you and Case or Max and Jess, that I'll happily stand in line as the <laughs> as the reserve. Well, so. you always,
1: you always pretty your missus, so uh, that's always a to be weird.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> she's an absolute glamour. Case, good day to you if you're listening, Case. In by the way, Case, you
1: might have to listen to this now after so, Fitz's messenger.
0: And you're also uh, moving house. Yes. Um,
1: How's that going? Oh, it's pretty tough actually. Uh, moved during the week before the game, so I thought. I'd i try and get my wardrobe and all that sorted before the game, and um, yeah, then after the game finished I actually had to go back and pack a few boxes, and uh, the the guy came yesterday, so I trained yesterday morning, and um, the removalist came and picked all the stuff up, and now um, yeah, I'm a resident of actually of Hawthorne, so... A resident of Hawthorne, yeah. so you were in Richmond? I was Richmond, yeah, so pretty much only a couple of k's down the road, but yep. just us the, the Yarra, so um, first night last night, and it's a great spot. Housewarming? I'll let you know if you if you get the invite. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> wait for that. I won't wait. Uh, I won't uh, hold my breath. No, you uh, don't think I'll be having one, mate. But uh, if I do, you'll be uh, on top of the list, all right?
0: I'll hold you to that. Yeah, no I might have to come into a special segment at, at Chipper's house, normally. <laughs> something for this yeah, podcast. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we can, which we can do that. We still that. need to name, by the way, depending on your re- regularity. Any fans out there? We're thinking of something in the lines of Fitzy and Chipper, but it depends how regularly Chipper wants to wants to contribute. Well, so, um, We'll see how this goes it See if we get long. a second episode <laughs> to start off with. Yeah, it depends <laughs> if we get any,
1: any followers first
0: but, uh, So any names that you want to suggest out there as a fan Something along those areas I mean, it's important that Fitz is first Because it is my show yeah, That's the first I'm, thing too I'm to, happy with that
1: you, you can take control, mate If okay. uh, you do nothing else in
0: your life <laughs> Um, so you can have the uh, you can have the podcast, mate. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. It'll be so, it'll be making money for us on iTunes before you know it. Don't worry about that.
1: Yeah, and I'm happy for you. Just that you can bask in the glory, mate, and take a bit of cash. You'll be good for it.
0: hundred percent. Hundred percent. So, any fans yeah. out there with, with suggestions for names? Please let us know. Tweet us, whatever it is, uh, at Hawthorne FC or myself at Jack Fitzpatrick T1 or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> Something along those lines Good plug, so, good plug love Yeah, well, just type me and I'm sure you'll follow me I've got yeah. a massive 1,300 followers or something <laughs> so. I put a tweet out last week, actually That actually got more likes than the number of followers I have which I actually saw awesome. the tweet I think I gave you a little, little love heart, little like It was pretty funny It was funny It yeah. was one of the more embarrassing moments of my life, actually It was actually pretty funny At uni Yeah, the uni The moment, worst yeah. thing is, it was 100% true I didn't make up any of it Like, at uni, as if you expect to be asked about the MRP Yeah I mean, I ex-footballer. I thought I was pretty oh, smart. That's God, sweet. I I'll describe this for you, no problem. Uh, so happy with myself and just waltz up and puff the chest out and start talking about. Oh look, it actually doesn't exist anymore. It's now the MRO, but you know it used to be that they'd grade every uh, every incident of footy on reckless etc. And then after about sixty to ninety seconds of talking, which is a long time, yeah, a long time. I realised I was talking about the marketing research process. So did you actually say? anything? No, think we just let you go. She let me finish. <laughs> So that's oh, even worse, boy. Yeah. Surely, surely after I oh, start no, saying man. it doesn't exist anymore, it's now the MRO and things are rather reckless, intentional, whatever. Surely you'd realise that? No, he's on the wrong track here. <laughs> this has nothing to do with the marketing research process. <laughs> we'll stop him halfway through. Yeah, no, yeah, she no, let no. me finish. Keep, keep going, mate. She no, obviously had, had enough of talking herself. And yeah. thought, I'm just gonna let him go. Yeah. Good on her. So, on um, yeah, I, I genuinely had my tail between my legs for the rest of the day. Which is fair. It did get a quite a few likes onto it, so. Um, it was quite, yeah. funny. It was quite <laughs> funny. As I said, the worst part about it is 100% true. <laughs> Speaking of Twitter, a big topic at the moment is the uh, the goal reviews in footy. Uh, have you got a, any opinion yourself on the, the goal review process, whether we should have it, shouldn't have it, take longer, takes too long? What are your personal thoughts?
1: Um, I think we do need some sort of system um, just to make sure it is a goal or a point. Um, but I think it should be only... Um, you know, if the game's close or things like that, because I think um, you still have to take the, uh, the goal umpire's point of view into context. So I think sometimes they they know it's touched, but they still call for the the goal review. So I think sometimes they have got to back themselves in. Um, but I think it's, it is important, especially with close games, if um, you know it should be a point awarded a goal, and it could be um, it could change the whole outcome of the game. But I do remember when I first came into the system, I was playing forward actually for Melbourne. I reckon one, man, what? one landed about three metres short from the line and someone spore it through. I got called a goal,
0: so I'm pretty <laughs> happy. I was <laughs> still taken aback by the fact that you played forward. What happened there? Yeah, you, were you still there? Oh, I must have been asleep that day. I oh, well, you did, you did sleep a lot,
1: so... Yeah, you're right. Um, I think you probably took your spot, probably, playing forward because you couldn't get a kick. Yeah, probably. No one else. Uh, yeah, had to go forward for a couple. And
0: thanks for looking after me, there. No worries, good mate. <laughs> Real good. <laughs> no worries. That's right. I'm sure someone else went back and got plenty of goals kicked on them, like you used to. Oh, I was pretty rock solid, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all Australian, weren't you? And that was my first year, I reckon, 2010. Uh you yeah, got your first year, wasn't it? It's was my first year. Yeah. I don't think you'd spoken to me at that point. Oh, I'd probably give you a few yellows <laughs> Get mate. Can you introduce <laughs> yourself to me? I'm like, chip. It's round eleven. Okay, oh, mate. No,
1: we were pretty tight fits.
0: We've always been pretty good mates, Chip. Um, No, I did say a tweet today, Chip, that I think is very important. Um, Jared Waitley mentioned on his radio show this morning that so far this season there have been 29 corrected slash overturned decisions throughout the season, which means if we didn't have the match review, or the match, the goal review process, we would currently have 29 mistakes that have gone in games. Now, yes, there have been ones that have missed, such as the... Sydney game and the North Melbourne game and there have been other issues but I don't know the stats of when these occurred in games and which games they occurred in but 29 mistakes to fix is a lot considering we're barely halfway through the season
1: Yeah I agree, as I said before I reckon if you can actually cut out the mistakes like you said is a fair few so yep. I guess it's something we actually have to stick with and um yeah, keep rolling with
0: it. I mean, you know, the technology is not perfect and it does have room for improvement. <laughs> the one thing I liked about it um, when I was playing and it was still in vogue was the rest you'd get as a player. <laughs> I'm <It's laughs> never, the, never yeah. the greatest runner great of all time. So whenever they were de- um, deliberating and it took one or two minutes, I thought it was fantastic You actually stand there and get your breather. So.
1: Just on that, you have being a good runner, still some of the best memories that I I've ever had in footy. They're doing a 3K time trial. Um, yeah. pro- we're probably finished for a minute, a minute and a half. Oh please And he, he, he comes along And he's
0: Actually about to die <laughs> I wasn't the greatest distance I got down I got my 3k time trial down Pretty well By the end of The time we were doing it Gee it was funny though Those early days It oh, was couldn't, uh,
1: actually quite comical Couldn't run out of sight In a at nah, night yeah. But having you, said you that You were quick though
0: Over 100 metres I'd beat anyone yeah, so, you Including you know, Usain Bolt But anyway Don't know about that Either do I Ex national runner State champion of Victoria In the sprint hurdles As a kid
1: Yeah, they still do a repeat speed at the draft camp or they scrapped that after it was After I won it. After I realised, (laughs) hang
0: on, this bloke bloke didn't go and have a great career. Uh, I do remember that at my draft camp, for whatever reason, Adelaide took Patrick Dangerfield to the draft camp. I don't know why. He was drafted the year before me. And I actually beat his time from the previous year and I was looking forward to being interviewed by Adelaide and speaking to him and getting to rub it into Dangerfield. But, hey, mate, you're not that quick. Please move along. But unfortunately, he didn't join my interview. I was was surprised I actually interviewed you. Yeah, no, I was interviewed by every interstate club and only one Melbourne club. Oh, lucked out, didn't you? So I got to stay home with Mum and Dad for a while, which was very nice. Damo and uh, Deb? Damo and Deb, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was very nice. That scared me a little bit. And <laughs> <laughs> it's very loud in the ear, the little yeah, sound effect. Yeah. Moving on as well, we've got... i put a little bit in Twitter. Um, any questions people would like asked, and I'm sure we can ask these specific people, hopefully, if this um, podcast uh, becomes a regular thing, but haircuts... Um, probably two in particular, Dimmer and Strats. Yep. Uh, we'll talk about them, but also my little man crush, the Warpedo. Um, what, firstly, what's he done with his hair? Oh, I thought he had a lovely set of locks on top of his hair. But also, do Strats and Dimmer actually think they look good?
1: Well, I don't think um, Strats and Dimmer can think they look good. And uh, there's a photo come up with his mullet kind of flared out behind his head with like a bit of a peacock, so <laughs> he... Um, yeah, I think he, he's happy with the the shape and the growth of it. Um but I think they both know it's not looking very gracious and very uh very nice. No. And the warpedo, I think I don't know, I don't know what that's called, to be honest. Um <laughs> A mistake I would probably go with. <laughs> I've seen a couple of bad haircuts. I've seen the warps, um, straight and Dimmer and then there's yours at the moment, that's what you're
0: running is. I feel I'm one that should never have a go at people for their haircuts yeah, because okay. I've had some shockers in my time. But do you remember? I'm still remember that mo- time when you come to training one day? Yeah. Um,
1: and and you come with a mohawk. Yeah. So you shaved the rest of your head. You had a mohawk about. Yeah. About. I think it was a foot high.
0: It was huge. It was huge. It's because uh, yeah, it was just before I went back to preseason. It was end of my first season. So this would have been roughly late October 2010. And uh, I thought, oh, well, I'll shave my head for pre-season next week. Um, and my hair at the time was quite long, but I thought for the week in between, I'll just have a bit of a laugh and get a mohawk. Yeah, that was quite funny, actually. It was good. Yeah, it was,
1: yeah, I don't know if it looked good, but it was, uh, <laughs> it
0: was good for a day. It's
1: good for a day. Oh, the
0: novelty of it was good, but when you'd actually go down the street for whatever reason, you'd be walking through a shopping centre staring, and people looking yeah. at you like you're an imbecile, which is probably fair.
1: And I just want you to explain what's, what's the go with
0: your hair at the moment, Give us a bit of a description of it. Uh, what, what short of on the sides, for? long on the top. Probably called a top knot, I would say. Man bun, something along those lines. Um, quite easy to do now that it's long enough. Yep. Um, that's probably as far as I go. There's no specific plan for it. Do you think it looks good? Well, I'll tell you what I was half thinking of doing. <laughs> Whether it looks good or not, that's subjective. I mean, I always think I look good. Yeah. It's hard not to when you know you look like me. Um, yeah. But more, more specifically, I was... It's actually still a, a raw topic to talk about. I, I actually quite like Loris Karius' hair, the Liverpool goalkeeper. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's but the, after uh, his exploits yeah. on the
0: weekend... I like, I feel sorry for him a little bit. So do I. I feel very sorry for him because you can't possibly do anything that bad twice in a game. Yeah. But I actually heard a rumour that next year, instead of playing him in goals, Liverpool are just going to plant a tree in front of the goals <laughs> and let the tree grow and it, let it be their goalkeeper. That is a very bad joke, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I've got uh, uh, yeah, kind of no. But it's, like right his I again. This is a football-related podcast, but I'm a mad Liverpool supporter. Mad. And Where'd you watch it? I was at home in my bedroom watching it by myself. I thought you I, went to a pub or something. No, I had my old man's birthday in the night before and had a couple of beers, but I, I couldn't deal with the people and pressure. I was just too nervous, and um, yeah, it's still a raw topic. What do you reckon of uh, Ramos? Uh, pulling down Salah. I actually saw that an Egyptian lawyer has put out a billion-dollar lawsuit against him. <laughs> how that goes, I'm not too sure. Yeah, not sure how it's going to go. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I wasn't overly thrilled by that either. Yeah. So oh, it's, it's still a raw topic, and I've cried myself to sleep the last two nights and ended up in the fetal position a couple of times. But anyway, moving on. Yeah, move on, yeah. Moving on. on. That, that um, happens, mate, that happens. So now the first of this weekly segment we've got, it's called How Hawthorne Are You?, I've got a few questions to run through with you. Yep. Um, so you have a minute to answer them all.
1: A minute, okay. Can't, you have a minute to answer them
0: all now. Uh, no, well, you can pass if you like, But okay. we'll go and we, we can come, come back, back to it if yeah, you need. Right. But, um, so they're all Hawthorne-related trivia questions. Um, as a mad Hawthorne fan, I would never ask anything that I personally wouldn't know, which okay. I think is reasonable. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Um, now, we've got a scoring system. Mm-hmm. Um, zero. Zero. Is not Hawthorn at all So you have to go and clean out your locker And never come back Yep <laughs> Which I think is pretty reasonable Yep I
1: hope it's some easy questions
0: um, <laughs> It would be pretty awkward if you don't I'll, I'll uh, supervise that one yep. um, One to three About as Hawthorne as Niall Horan who is a One Direction guy. He once wore a Hawthorne jumper at a One Direction concert. So, we did, um,
1: remember we did the One Direction song that year? That was,
0: so, yeah, no, that was a fantastic... That was a hit. <laughs> I actually refused to buy a membership that year purely because of that video. It was one of the worst things I've ever seen. I,
1: was, I don't know how I got
0: rubbed into that. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Can we actually have an explanation for the next week's show? Whoever's idea that was, can we please get them on the program to talk their ideas through it? Because they should be, be sacked.
1: They should be actually sacked. Fair yeah.
0: Dinkum! I had to get some. Uh, I had to go see the doctor and get some eye tr- eye uh, drops after watching it. It was awful.
1: I copped that much abuse after that, 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 and rightfully
0: right so. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrendous. Ugh. So anyway, that's about as Hawthorne as Noel Horan. Um, the next grade, probably four to seven. Now I will adjust these as time goes on, depending on how well people go. Yeah. Um, but you know, pretty Hawthorne. Um, but you've still got a bit of work to do to reach Jack Fitzpatrick status, being a massive Hawthorne nothing myself. Yep. And an eight plus at the moment I've got eight being about fair Jack Fitzpatrick status as Hawthorne as they come, all that sort Free. of stuff. So yeah, yeah. Just you know far too much about it and yeah, it's probably okay. not healthy. So yeah. Uh, I think we do have the sound effects ready and we're gonna have the, the tick tock tick tock oh, no. in the TikToks, in yeah. the background. So that will be a bit of pressure. If you get through all these questions here, how many have got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So if we get through all eleven. Yep. Um, Kudos to you. you got to punch him out. Yeah. So um, I'm ready to go if the sound effects are ready. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they are. <laughs> they will, they will start when I finish the first question, <laughs> I think. Is that reasonable? You ready? Yeah, yeah that's fair. Yep. All right, James Frawley, How Hawthorne are you? Which current Hawk has played the most games in the brown and gold? Jared yeah, Rufford. Tick. In which year's free agency? Did James Frawley arrive at Hawthorne? 15. Oh, 14.
1: Mm.
0: Wrong. 14. 14. 14. We'll no, we're accepting oh, your thanks. first answer. You played in the 15 grade final. How can you arrive at the end of 15? Yes, Indecile. good point. <laughs> um, how many times does the Hawthorne theme song say the word Hawks? Seven. <laughs> Seven. Uh, you're only five off. That's two. Yeah. <laughs> um, how many games did Jack Fitzpatrick play in the brown and gold? Four. Correct, I did say that earlier. Yeah, happy days. Who currently wears the number 38? Just a no. no, incorrect. That's 38. That's That's it? my man crash, the warpedo. Oh, yeah. uh, who is Hawthorne's longest serving captain of all time? Um, It's not a minute per question. <laughs> no, it's not a minute. It's Graham Arthur. There you go, Arthur. Uh, who is the stingy? Oh, there's oh, time hey, oh, out that there. that is
1: not a minute. That's. So, Who
0: is the stingiest Hawthorne player? So is that your opinion or mine? I'm just asking See, that's, the questions, mate. That's, yeah, well, I'll
1: say Poppy.
0: Poppy. Yeah. Uh, I'll allow I'll allow you now that the time's finished, if you can explain why Poppy, I might give you a tick.
1: Because the uh, answer
0: I was thinking was James Frawley. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah, so any any stories to the fans? I've got, he- I've got heap stories with everyone. Um, um, who, why he's so stingy
1: Well he never ever comes Comes out anyway He'll Never leaves his house Yeah um, Maybe he just doesn't like the boys Yeah that's well, Yeah that's a good point <laughs> um, But like he's always The coffee shouts um, Always the last one To pay for him um, Yeah just You just get to know him He's, he's, he's pretty uh, tight Never pays for I think he's got a car deal I think he went to about Ten car dealerships To try and get it <laughs> Um, wearing his Hawthorn polo, yeah, in re- yeah, every yeah. negotiation. Hawthorn like shaking hands and stuff.
0: Um, so, is there a story from when he first got drafted? Um, a, a, obviously, a camp. You, you obviously haven't heard this one?
1: No, I've never heard
0: this one. So, now correct me. The story might be incorrect, but this is what I've heard. Uh, when the play- when he first got drafted, um, and there was a camp down to Sorrento or something along those lines for all the first-year players, and. Um, he opted to drive the boys. He put his hand up. Yep, I'll drive. Now, this Poppy was drafted a mature age player, and whoever was in his draft, obviously, were probably younger players. Yeah. Anyway, so he's driven them down, driven them down to the camp. They've all carpooled and, and whatnot, and then they've gotten down there, and uh, he's asked them to chip in for the tolls on the way, <laughs> which God knows how much that's, they learned. That's a bit of air control, isn't it? So I think that was probably how the Poppy, being a uh, stingy fella, yeah. first started. And there might be a bit of mayo on that story. Um, I, I've heard that he actually was kind of joking when he first said it, but um, I could run with Isaac Smith as
1: well, either either
0: or. Oh, there's your little. Actually, do you want to give your little restaurant a plug while we're t- talking about Isaac? Oh, if you want,
1: yeah. I mean, Isaac have a restaurant. <laughs> Should move in Richmond. Yes. Um,
0: are we getting trouble for that? Are we? <laughs> no, no, um, no. just a, uh, just a quick summary of, of what it is and and whatnot before uh, we finish up. It's a uh, it's
1: modern Australian with a hint of um, Asian. So. It's quite nice, actually. Um, it's uh, one Palmer Street, Richmond. So we get down there and try a couple of chicken wings and a couple of cheeseburger spring rolls. So. Yeah,
0: what's the what's the what's the best dish on the menu? want to go. What's a must? Best best dish
1: would be the uh, the pork och. a bit of crackle on the outside. Yep, very nice, Jack. I'll have to take you down there, mate. Very good. We'll have to. Oh, actually, skip I've been the, waiting for a freebie. We'll skip the
0: Rising Sun and we'll, we'll go to Jamu one night. Well, well, we're there most weeks at the riser, but. Jamu might be the next class up.
1: Yeah, it's probably a bit classier in the right. What's the <laughs> is, it, is
0: it is it pricey? What's the? Nah, it's pretty
1: good. Very uh, pretty affordable. I think uh, feed me option, Jack. It's even probably in your price range. Because
0: well, you if, if I'm tight. giving if I'm giving you a plug, I, I hope I can get some form of discount. Yeah,
1: well, the uh, the feed me option's fifty dollars, and you walk out pretty uh, pretty full.
0: Pretty full. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Feed me down at Jamu, one Palmer Street, Richmond. Cut of, be- uh, of beverages down there would be nice. You might run into James Frawley and Isaac, who own the restaurant. So. Um, get down there and support. It's been going pretty well lately, hasn't it? So yeah, took a while to get the old
1: liquor license, but got that. And yeah, a couple of issues. going well, out, weren't yeah, a couple of issues, but all good.
0: Couple of wines with dinner, couple of feed. Um, but yeah, we're uh, there's a little plug for Jammer Richmond. So that's about all time we've got. All we've got time for this week, Chip. We've uh, finished the first. Fitzy and Chipper segment or we'll see how it goes. whatever <laughs> we call it but um, oh, I had, uh, had a bit of fun with you whilst doing it so um, yeah i get to see uh, twice a week instead of once a week so that's yeah. always a pleasure isn't it probably twice too much but that's okay yeah
1: no oh, I was pumping up there
0: yeah. <laughs> nice no, yeah. no, I, I appreciate it Chip thank you um, no uh, so if you do have any questions tweets suggestions etc um, please follow myself or the Hawks on Twitter um, at HawthorneFC or at Jack Fitzpatrick underscore T1 I found it it's written in front of me so there it is um but yeah, so J Fitzpatrick T1 on Twitter. Um, any suggestions, questions, etc. Please feel free to ask. Um, Tassie fans, we're playing against Port Adelaide on Saturday. Um, really big game. Get down. Um, Hopefully that Sean Burgoyne is on fire, especially if last year's Indigenous round is ending to go by. He absolutely dominated against the Sydney City, Swans. Yeah. So, um, And the last one, if you're not a member so far in 2018, please sign up, um, One 3,000 Hawks. Um, we're so close to 80,000 members, so if you're not a member, sign up and get us to that big number. So, um, Chip, thank you very much for joining us.
1: Thanks, mate. Thanks for uh, leading this great podcast.
0: We'll see how we go. No, should be fun. Go, go
1: Hawks. Hawks.